Radio. Let's talk pets. Hello, cat lovers. Welcome to Catitude. I'm your show host, Michelle Fern. Today's show is going to be fun. It's going to be all about quirky cat facts, trivia, just all kinds of fun stuff. So stay tuned. We'll be right back. Kitty Poo Club reinvented the litter box. No more scrubbing that stinky plastic tray or worrying. Oh my God, do my guests smell that? No cleaning, no scrubbing, no more stink. You are going to love it. Your cats are going to love it. Go to kittypooclub.com, and when you order, save 30% on your first auto ship. Visit kittypooclub.com, use code MEOW30 at checkout, and join the club, the Kitty Poo Club. Let's Talk Pets on PetLifeRadio.com. Welcome back, everyone, for this episode of Catitude. We're just going to talk about quirky cat facts, some trivia, just fun facts, those kind of things. My sources are just about everywhere. Some of them are from shows that I've done in the past. Some things are quirky facts that I've picked up all on the internet. Some are from books, just all kinds of fun stuff. So, Let's get ready for this episode of Catitude Quirky Cat Trivia. And this trivia slash facts is going to be all about cats and kittens. Okay, let's get started. So I think a lot of people out there that are know a little bit about cats is going to get this one. What color are kittens' eyes? They're blue. All kittens have blue eyes and they change in between four to eight weeks old. I still have the pic. You might have seen it posted on Instagram or Facebook of Molly when she was born. She's my tuxedo. Prettiest blue eyes. Now they're the prettiest greenish yellow eyes. Okay, for those of us that are so passionate about TNR, we sure know this. How long are cats pregnant? Answer, only 60 to 70 days. That's one reason why it's so important to get your cats fixed especially since a female cat during kitten season, which is April through October, can get pregnant, oh, like four times. So, and usually litters are anywhere between three and six kittens. So yeah, do the math. All right, let's talk about cat's whiskers. What's the significance of a cat's whiskers? Well, one, you're never supposed to cut them ever. And they are kind of sensitive, Whiskers on a cat help the cat to navigate. Supposedly, the width of a cat's whiskers enables the cat to know if it can fit inside a small space. I don't know how true this is, given that cats kind of smoosh themselves into the tiniest places sometimes, but that's the significance of whiskers. And also, they have whiskers, of course, on their face, but they can also have them on the back of their front legs. Kind of interesting. 
Okay, this kind of relates to our second question. How many kittens can a female cat have in a lifetime? Well, it kind of relates to our second question about how long cats are pregnant. So it's close to 200, an average of three litters per year. That's an average. A lot of them have four with four kittens per litter. And that's an average too. It could be anywhere from three to six. So that is why it is, again, so important. Get your cat spayed and neutered. Okay, let's go on to some really unique, fun, quirky things. So let's talk about what cats like to eat. And, you know, some people say, oh, my cat loves, you know, whenever I'm having a cookie or a muffin or something, but uh-uh, can't be. You know, they have a great sense of smell, but they cannot taste sweetness. Not at all. So if you think they're liking your cookie, there's something else in there that they're detecting the taste of. Maybe it's like sweet and sour or sweet and salty. And that's what's drawing their interest. Do cats like citrus? True or false? For those of you that said false, you are correct. Cats are repulsed by the smell of citrus. Supposedly, I tried this with my three cats, so Dennis, Charlotte, and Molly. And um, yes, unfortunately, we're down to three now. Sammy and Jethro both passed on, and we missed them terribly. But I, again, I tried this test with my three cats. And of course, Molly did not like the citrus smell. Dennis actually sniffed it and thought it was okay. And Charlotte was afraid I couldn't get her to even be part of the group. You know, I had a friend once that said her cat just loved grapefruit. And I find that so interesting because that's a citrus, right? And cats are not supposed to like citrus at all. In fact, some people say that they'll put orange and lemon rinds in their garden or around their, you know, areas of the outside the home if they want to keep cats away from a certain section of the home. Okay, here's something interesting. Who has more bones in their body, cats or humans? Now, let's think. I mean, humans, I don't know the exact percentage, but I would I would say at least 800% larger than a cat. Cats are usually 15 pounds. So don't go by my math. But this is really interesting. Cats have more bones than humans in their body. Cats have 230 bones. Humans have 206. So, of course, obviously, humans' bones are larger, but cats are very delicate, unique creatures. I mean, 230 bones, incredible. Moving on to more things interesting about a cat's body. What is so interesting about a cat's eyes? Cats have the largest eyes relative to their heads than any other mammal. And just look at your little cat's face. The eyes are what draw you in all the time. They have gorgeous eyes with the most gorgeous colors. And they're usually, you know, I've never seen a cat with really small eyes. Never. And in talking more about the eyes, how do you communicate to your cat with your eyes? Well, if you said slow blink, you're right. So here's what a slow blink is. And it's kind of a great way to engage with your cat. In some places, I read it's like saying I love you to your cat. In some places, it's like saying hello. In some places, it's saying, you know, I want to relate to you. So there's different ways, but it is a way to engage with your cat. So this is what you do. You're not supposed to stare at your cat. Cats don't like to be stared at. 
But what you do is you look at your cat and then slowly blink your eyes very slowly, then open them up again and wait. And when your cat slow blinks, wait a couple seconds and then you go ahead and slow blink and you're engaging with your cat. It's kind of cool. I did this with Molly since she's the most, you know, into uh, hanging with us on the couch. Dennis likes to do his own thing and Charlotte usually runs into a corner somewhere and it's, she has to be in the mood for it. So sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't, but it's really cool once you're doing this slow blink and then you look at your cat and then the cat's slow blinking and then you come back and you slow blink. It's kind of like saying, hi, how you doing? So many times people have asked me, I've gotten a lot of questions about this, and I've talked about it in some shows. A lot of people want to know the best music to play for their cats. And if you think, why should I care about music for my cats? Well, there's a lot of reasons. One, when you leave your home, it's nice to have some music in the background. Whether it's for your cat or your dog, music playing in the background can be very soothing to them. Now, some people say, oh, my cat loves rock, man. I leave Zeppelin on. Okay, I'm aging myself here, but or heavy metal or something or rap, you know, I leave some Lizzo on. Okay, your cat doesn't like that. The cat really doesn't like that. They don't like music with a lot of beats. They like music that's more soothing. So really the best music to leave on for your cats is classical music or jazz. Now, I've heard that some cats, and this is in some studies like reggae, but classical is the most popular because they just don't like those heavy beats. Cats can hear really well. And so the soothing sounds are more comforting to them. So here's something interesting. True or false, you should never touch a cat's belly. True. For most cats, their belly is very sacred to them and you should not touch their belly. It could be because they're sensitive on their belly. It could be just a way to protect themselves because they're more vulnerable if their belly is exposed, but don't touch their belly. Also, paws and whiskers and tail are usually off limits. I know if I touch Molly in any of these areas, I am going to be greeted with a swipe of a paw or a little what they call love bites, which I try to avoid because you don't want to mess with anything with cats because there's lots of bacteria in their mouth. But that's another question. So what's strange about this question about never touching a cat's belly is that Dennis actually likes when you touch his belly, but he's an unusual cat. He also sleeps on his back with one leg up in the air, one leg. I don't know why. Very unusual, but He's fine with belly rubs, but most cats stay away from their belly. Okay, for all you people out there that have cats and dogs or have an ongoing discussion with some friends about what's better, dogs or cats, blah, blah, blah. Okay, this is for you. What came first, dogs or cats? Well, cats actually were domesticated 10,000 years ago. Now, dogs were domesticated 20 to 40,000 years ago. Also, dogs were domesticated from wolves. Cats came, the domestic cats as we know it, came from their mates out in the wilderness like lions and, and tigers. And that leads me to my next question. 
What percentage of domestic cat's DNA is shared with its wild relatives, like tigers? This shocks me. 95.6. So your cat is actually very closely related to a tiger. And with that, we're going to take a short break and we'll be right back. Kitty Poo Club reinvented the litter box. No more scrubbing that stinky plastic tray. Or worrying, oh my God, do my guests smell that? Kitty Poo Club has solved the stink. And now the worst part of cat ownership is hassle-free. No cleaning, no scrubbing, no more stink. And the best thing is you don't have to buy some oversized contraption that will break down. Kitty Poo Club litter boxes are manufactured to make your life easier. You have one cat? Easy peasy. A small mountain lion? No problem. You are going to love it. Your cats are going to love it. Believe me, there are good reasons why we sold over 3 million boxes. Go to kittypooclub.com, read the amazing reviews, and when you order, save 30% on your first auto ship. Visit kittypooclub.com. Use code MEOW30 at checkout and join the club, the Kitty Poo Club. Let's talk pets. Let's talk pets. On Pet Life Radio. Pet Life Radio. PetLifeRadio.com. Welcome back, everyone, on the show Cat Achieve. We're talking about quirky cat trivia, and we're about halfway through. I hope you're having fun. I had a great deal of fun finding out all this information. And, you know, some of it I was aware of, and some of it just blew me away and just shocked me. Okay, so what is the only true all-black feline, the Bombay breed? Though there are as many as 22 recognized breeds that have solid black coloring. A lot of cats, when you look closely at them, and even though they're like a black cat, but if you look really close, you can see that they're really like a tabby, but all black. But in certain types of light, they'll look tabby, you know, on their um, coloring. They're not a true solid black, though to the eye, they look like they're solid black. Really interesting. Okay, what's the rarest cat eye color? It's actually orange and amber. Most cats' eye color, and that's, we're talking cats, not kittens, adult cats, are in the yellow to greenish shade. Okay, for all you lovers of breeds, sphinx cats have a lack of fur. This means that they're low maintenance, no hair, no fuss, super easy. True or false? False. Sphinx cats, since they're hairless, their skin tends to get really oily, so they need to be bathed often. I would say at least weekly. Also, they're high maintenance, you know, they like to snuggle, they like to be around their humans, they're very social, they're very talkative, and they also get cold easily because, hey, no fur. So they like to be snuggled up against you or under a blanket or wearing a sweater. And this is one time I absolutely agree with, you know, put a sweater on your cat because Sphinx, they don't have any fur, so they need to stay warm. Otherwise, sorry for all you people that like to dress up your cats. I'm not a fan. Why do cats meow? Some people think that 
they do it to, you know, tell you something or talk to you or something like that. And you guess what? You're so right. Cats meow to get your attention. Adult cats don't meow at each other. They'll hiss at each other, but they don't meow at each other. They meow at their humans to give you some kind of notice. So, and if you're in tune to your cat's meow, you'll be able to distinguish meows from the meow that's come play with me meow, a hungry meow, an angry meow. There's like a lot of different variances in their meows, but they don't meow at each other. Okay, this next quirky cat trivia, it's actually a fact and it's really important. So important. So if it's a very cold or hot day, what should you always do before getting into your car? Also, if it's raining or snowing, bang on the hood of the car and also look under your car because cats have a tendency to hide there. I'll never forget when we're in South Florida, there was a hurricane coming and we were trying to see where Sammy was hiding her kittens. And we were looking all over the place, couldn't find them. They were just like a couple, maybe a week old. They were up in my husband's car right next to the engine. She was so, Sammy was a little cat and she was curved around and she picked up her kittens and brought them in the engine because it was the place that she thought was, you know, it was safe and it was safe, you know, from the rain. It would keep their babies protected. And of course, one of them fell. So we had to put like a a bed underneath covered with a really heavy garbage bag because it was going to rain. There was no other way to get her to move them out of the car. So of course, the car, we weren't going to be using it. I mean, obviously, but they have a tendency to hide in cars, especially in colder weather and colder climates, because after you've driven the engine and the engine's off, it'll stay warm for quite a while. And so staying up by the engine provides them with warmth during a super cold day. Also, it provides them with underneath your car in hot days, provides your cat with shade. So being based in South Florida, it's kind of hot, right? So Sammy and Jethro would always hide underneath the car. So of course, I always had to have treats with me. Make sure to put the treats way away from where the car was. Put the treats out, look underneath the car, get in the car, and then go. And they would play this game. They also played the game when I was coming home and we'd wait in the driveway until I stopped and got out of the car, brought them treats, got back in the car and pulled into the driveway. Cats are so smart. But again, if it's very cold or hot, or just if you know that there's a lot of stray cats in your neighborhood, bang on the hood of your car. This will make a noise that'll startle them and they will move. So for those of you that know a little bit about TNR, you'll know what this means. And for those of you that don't, this is something good to know. What does an ear notch on a cat mean? And you'd be surprised if you're listening to Catitude, you know, chances are you like cats or want to know about cats or are a cat person, have a thing for felines. But I was surprised that not that many people know what this is. So when community cats and those are, you know, they're called community cats or feral cats are in the neighborhood and they're taken in to be fixed, whether they're, you know, going to be neutered or spayed, they have an ear notch. This way, when they return to their community, humans know that they've already been fixed. And it's also part of the TNR process, trap, neuter, return, because 
This way, the cats are identified, so there's no reason to capture the cat again to get the cat fixed. It's really hard to tell whether a cat's male or female. There are some that are really good at it. I am not, but an ear notch doesn't matter if male, female. You just see the notch and you know the cat's fixed. And in TNR, it doesn't matter if it's male or female. If it's female, they're going to have the babies. You want her fixed. If it's male, they're going to make the babies with the female. You want them fixed. So remember, if the cat has an ear notch, the cat's been fixed. This is another reason why having indoor-outdoor cats can be a challenge because I do know that of people that have captured cats thinking it's, you know, just a community cat and it belonged to a neighbor. Cat came back with an ear notch, not so happy neighbor. So something to keep in mind. All right. What is the average lifespan for a cat? It's actually 12 to 15 years, but a community cat, their lifespan is about half that. And so figure six to seven years. And It's not uncommon for cats to live up to 20 years old, especially since with all of the information, pet parents are learning about how to feed cats better, take care of your cats better. We're prolonging their lives. And so I see more and hear more about cats living to 20 years. So keep that in mind when you are getting a cat. That's your responsibility for the next, say, 15, 20 years. We're not big on get a cat, return a cat here. So that's something to keep in mind. Okay, so our next question. We're getting into fall around here when this show is going to be posted. And so with fall, you know, comes Halloween and all of that. And this is a question. I did a show on this not that long ago. And so those of you might know the answer to this. but. What color cat is least adopted at shelters? Black cats. Why? Who knows? It could be, you know, superstition. It could be because they don't photograph well. We're in social media land here with people wanting to post pictures of their cats. But, you know, in some cultures, black cats are good luck. I think black cats are absolutely adorable. And even though I don't, I've never had one, I've had black dogs, but I have a tuxedo and she's mostly black. So I would adopt a black cat in a heartbeat. And our last quirky cat trivia is this, the most popular cat breeds. And I found this to be interesting. So This was through a few searches on Google and different information that I found. Some of the top three were a little bit different, but most popular cat breed, Maine Coon, Bengal, Persian, Sphinx, Norwegian Forest, Ragdoll, British Shorthair, and number 10 is tied with Siberian, Russian Blue, and Oriental. I find that really interesting because Maine Coon are, they're really wonderful cats. Dennis is part Maine Coon, but they're very large cats and a lot of hair. And, you know, in another search, I found that Siamese and exotic short hair were most popular than the Ragdoll and the Persian. Ragdoll make wonderful cats, but they're um, also really expensive. And you have to go to a very, um, you know, verified breeder. And that wraps up this session of Cat Trivia Facts. So I hope you enjoyed it. If you have any comments or any trivia you want to share, just shoot me an email. It's michelle at petliferadio.com. 
And be sure to take a look at PetLifeRadio.com for just a lot of great information. Catitude is the only show about anything and everything cat, but we have other veterinary shows that have cat information. I think we have like seven veterinary shows and there's just a plethora of information on all kinds of things, cat behavior, everything cat. So please check out PetLifeRadio.com. You'll find a lot of great information. There's a search box. So if you're looking for something specific, just put your information in there and you can find it. And again, any questions, Michelle at PetLifeRadio.com. I'd like to thank my cat crew, Dennis, Charlotte, and Molly for teaching me about cats. Thanks to all of my great guests in the past. And um, I will have be having some more exciting guests in the future that have taught me so much about cats. And of course, thanks to my producer, Mark Winter, for making me sound amazing. And hey, Catitude would not be anything if it weren't for all of you listening. So thank you so much for tuning into Catitude, downloading it, or while you work out or listening to it on live stream on iHeartRadio, wherever you listen to your podcast, thank you so much for listening to Catitude. And remember, lose the attitude, have Catitude. Let's Talk Pets, every week on demand, only on PetLifeRadio.com.